Welcome to Bold and Loud. This is Vic Munoz alongside my co-host, Crystal. Just Crystal. (laughs) And we're excited to have you join us today. We've created this podcast with the purpose to share our stories in our 30s. So here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Bold and Loud. Um, We kind of want to develop this little ritual starting out every episode, and we're going to uh, make it a point to state what we are grateful for and what has been the highlight of our week. Um, So for me, my highlight of my week has been that my two-year-old son is talking more. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting the hang of it. He's getting the hang of it. For a minute, I thought he was a little behind on on the talking <laughs> he's very very advanced with all the physical stuff um but he's getting it he's getting it and it's the cutest thing um that's my highlight that's and the highlight oh that's your highlight that's my highlight okay of the week. what is the great gratefulness for okay i am grateful for um for this for this podcast for the opportunity to expand as an entrepreneur so damn, I, you just t- took mine. Did I? Took mine. Damn. Okay. I guess we're on the same level. There we go. That's good. That's good. We're, you know, they say you're you're uh, you're like the same five people you surround yourself with. I feel yeah. like I'm surrounded by positive, energetic, um, motivating people. So that's where we're at right now. Well, then it's good to know. It's good to know that we're both grateful for the same thing. Yes. No, that's. I mean, I I really do feel that way. I think. Um, being around positive people like you're saying and having the opportunity to network and think outside of the box and um, use that as a driving force every day to do better. Um, So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I think you brought something up today that you were like, you know, I didn't know how how many contacts I have and you're like, (laughs) you just don't know and I'm like, holy shit, I do have this relationship with somebody or I've met somebody in this industry whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. It's like, uh, yeah, that's, I'm, you know, taking over a little bit, but yeah, taking over uh, as far as I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunities that I've had and it's been a struggle and it's been, it's been tough for a lot of people, not just myself, mm-hmm. but I'm grateful that I, I have built these relationships and these contacts over the last, you know, I don't know, forever year since I was 18 years old and it's just continued to network and build and, um, from all those things came opportunities and, uh, I'm grateful to have, uh, I guess an opportunity to build my marketing agency that we're, we're launching uh, or focusing more on now for my next my next step in life and uh, having you on board, hey. uh, growing the team. <laughs> and yeah, we can continue to build our, our podca- podcast that we have now. So I'm excited for all that stuff. I am too. I am too. I think um, part of being successful is like we have always said, you know, surround yourself with successful people, people who are on um, a positive, um, just, you know, positive vibes and building, building a good team. And I think, I think we're onto something here, guys. I think we're onto I think something. So I hope everyone's onto something now. Yeah. What is your highlight? Oh wait, you talked about your highlight. What yes. is my highlight? My highlight has, I think just getting back, um, out of not working from home all the time. Uh, uh-huh. I got to meet with a client and it's slowly building that, you know, I'm going into the office, um, and they want me to work out of there, which is cool. I love seeing people that want you to 
progress and they want to see the work that you're putting into. So a lot of when, you know, when you're hired on as a marketing agency, you are working from your office or your home or whatever it might be you, mm-hmm. you're doing. They never really see the work that you're putting in, but the fact that they were open to allow me to come in every, you know, a couple times a week. And it, it shows that they're, they're, uh, they're motivated to grow and to grow their business. Uh, it's, is uh, the way we're all doing business and sales in, in general yeah. is you don't have the same approach, the same direct approach. So now you have to find other ways to uh, reach those customers, reach those clients that you want. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. And that was my highlight is to get out of the house and to work out of there. Even if it was only for like five, six hours, it was, it was still different. And, and you were in the city, right? <laughs> I was in the city. Yes. So yes. how, how's How's the city doing? Is it coming back to life yet? No, it's still pretty slow. It it, it was a weekday, and, and I was normal normally seeing that neighborhood in Soma, uh, okay. south of Market, was mm-hmm. very uh, busy, and not just from the homeless people, <laughs> but it was just in general the tech people walking around, right? Uh, traffic, like, and I've never seen it that slow before in all my life that I've been working in the city for the last 15, 16 years. So that was uh, pretty different. It was mind-blowing to see. Um, there was around 5 o'clock, you could see the buildup on the Bay Bridge, uh-huh. but it wasn't like it used to be even four or five months ago. So Wow, it's, that's it's crazy, right? It's crazy. Um, and I think it, it kind of brings on just a whole lot of different emotions. Um, you know, is. For me, it's like we're all waiting for, you know, that day where everything's going to go back to normal. You know, when is that day? Uh, Supposedly. It's coming up. Well, I mean, shit. I think a lot of people say uh, July, but, you know, um, we're somewhat into June and businesses are opening up slowly. I know the Central Valley is opening up, Mm -hmm. but the Bay Area is a little bit different. Um, You know, it's it's. Every I think every county is going to be different from now until August. So it just depends what phase you're in, what industry you're in. Uh, but I think that goes back to uh, opening up California. And that was a big thing. How we're going to do it, how that's going to happen. Um, I think um, it wasn't a very direct approach from the government in general. No, it wasn't. And, uh, it, that was weird. It was like, OK, all of a sudden, like we're in March and they're telling us, cool, it's only going to be a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then April comes along. Just kidding, guys. We're going to go through April. Right. And then May comes along. Oh, no, I don't think so. You know, and it, it just kept slowing, slowing down. And, you know, I I felt that just talking to a certain uh, friends in in the government that work in the government and just getting their feedback on their thought. I just assumed it was going to be the end of this year, but that's just my assumption. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that they're opening it back up. You know, June and July for the summer, people want, are eager to get out, get out of the house, especially in the hot hot times. They don't want to be at home. They want to be outdoors or wherever it might be. So that that's the shitty part about the whole this whole time and uh, this what uh, order in place and just being at home and you know so I think uh, the government was kind of shady on that whole part. They just I I have to agree <laughs> with you, you know, and I think um, I think that's where we're gonna go with for today's episode. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Wait, not being direct. Not being direct. <laughs> that should be easy for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know that's not an issue for you. Uh, but for a lot of people, including our government, you know, um, for a lot of people, it is. 
I, I agree. And I feel like, I mean, I, I like, I, I got to, you know, respect what they're doing. And it's a, it's a tough job. They're dealing with millions of people in California and like mm-hmm. even just uh, the United States. But I feel like California is, it could be its own government, its own um, country, pretty much. We, we do things differently here. And just uh, for the governor to kind of have all these you know, people in his ear, and it, it has to be the toughest decision when to open it up, how to open it up. But, right. So I get it, but it's just like, come on, just give us more direct. I would have been, I think, in March, just be like, okay, it's going to be six weeks, you know? Yeah. You, you know, know, the beginning of May or whatever it might be, but and they I didn't think, do that. No, they didn't. They didn't. And I think it would have given everyone, like, all the citizens of California, given them in kind of like um, a starting point on how to plan out for this time, you know, because a lot of people own small businesses. I mean, you know, we're one of those people. We we own small businesses. Um, yeah, that was tough. Like just not paying. I mean, not being able to uh, make money, make, you know, and just the not and- knowing, you know, the not knowing because we weren't getting any direct um, direction. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's frustrating. It's been frustrating, you know, but it kind of seems like things are coming back to life slowly, but surely. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I kind of want to, I want to, let's talk about that. Let's With talk. Being direct. So I'm my big question too. I feel like not just the government, I feel like people in general are just afraid to be direct. I don't know what it is. I've come across a ton of people over the mm-hmm. years and they just don't tell you, you know, what they really want. And I mean, to me, I always laugh because, you know, there's all those memes they see online and about girls not being direct. Like, where do you want to go eat? I don't know. Like, <laughs> what do you want? I don't know. Like, just fucking be open and direct. Well, sometimes, what you, the we fuck? Really, well, sometimes you really don't know. <laughs> but you do. Like, I mean, sex. I mean, like, we have an idea of what we don't want to eat. But we sometimes we just don't have an idea of where we do want to eat, so we're open like, to suggestions. <laughs> what do you want me to wear? I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Come on, man. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's that simple when you could just be honest and direct approach. Then yeah. When people, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but I don't know. That's just my my take in, in things. But you know, it's it, I don't know. How are we spinning this today? I mean, what you have something in mind, so I'm gonna let you kind of take charge on this situation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, all right, let's let's kind of switch gears here. Oh shit! Okay. Okay, let's talk about you know what people are mo inter- more mostly interested in, which is sex. Everybody wants to talk about that, especially now. Fuck it, we're just watching uh, <laughs> OnlyFans and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. We're not doing that. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are. A lot of people are. So. Do you prefer for a woman to be direct in what she wants? Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Be direct. Always be direct. So Even if you think you're going to hurt my feelings, just be direct. What if she's telling you, like, damn, Vic, like, that That wasn't the way I liked it. Well, then next time we'll <laughs> fix it. We'll find a solution and we'll make it work. But... <laughs> oh, my God. So that's what it is. I mean, I feel like... Um, I'm putting big in the hot seat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm brown, but I'm turning red. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of women in general, like, they're just uh, afraid to be direct and just... And from a, from a guy's perspective... You're talking about sex. Like, I mean, just... I was reading an article that, you know, uh, women 
most women have never had an orgasm. And, but I feel like because they're not being direct with their partner on what they like, because I feel like all women should be able to have an orgasm. I mean, they know what they like, you know, you, for the most part, touch yeah. yourself, whatever it might be. I don't know. Um, and yeah, and it should be able to happen. And if you can't be direct to your partner, that should, that sucks. Cause that means I feel like you're not comfortable or confident or whatever it might That's be. That's what I was going to ask you next. Why do you think, why do you think women are not direct in that specific setting? Well, I can't just say women, but I feel like people in general are not confident in what they're going to spit out, what they are thinking, you know, say what you feel. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people aren't like that, but yeah, if you say what you feel, then it's cool. It might hurt some people's feelings, but at least your, your conscience is clear. Right. And you know, the whole sex thing, it's like, um, the whole, I don't know, like if certain girls like to be, I don't know, fucking touched in certain places, you're putting me in some situations. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they like to be touched in certain places and their dude doesn't know, then whatever, you know, some we talked about before, like some guys are just quick in bed and want to get it over with. That sucks. But that's that. That's the worst. That is the worst. I, guys, come on now. Like, let's let's just give them a piece of advice. From a female's from a pers- female's point of view, please don't. It's, it's not like what is it? Was the saying? Bam, wham. Thank what? you, ma'am. Yeah. Wham, bam. Thank <laughs> wham, you, ma'am. bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> please don't. Don't be a turbo, okay? <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not cool. But I mean, just no, in general, no. like uh, it, in both, it, it's not <laughs> like they say like you know, porn. Porn is fake, and and I believe that just because you you see it in a in a porn video does not mean that's what's going to translate in real life. Right. So I don't know. There's a lot of edits and cuts in porn, so a lot of people don't know about. <laughs> that's crazy to even think about. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's. Uh, and you can't put pause on the moment. I mean, you could, but you know, you. It's I don't know. I just I I guess would like to know um, what do. What do men want or would like to have from women in that specific setting? I think all men are different. Like you can't, I mean, setting as far as like pleasing the women. Like just, just, um, in sex in general, like what is it that guys want to hear? What is it that? <laughs> no, like, you're asking what I want to hear pretty much <laughs> there's nobody else here. Uh, <laughs> shit. I feel... Uh, conversation with my men, with my boys. Okay. That, okay. You know, they do want to get a little freaky. Uh, they they do want you to tell them what to do. Don't okay. be afraid to be like, oh, choke me, daddy, or whatever <laughs> it might be. Do you guys really like to be called daddy? Some guys do. Some guys don't. Okay. I'm going to just leave it like that. <laughs> um... <laughs> um We'll, we'll have to take a poll online next time. I'll have, to, <laughs> I'll have to play that out on social media and see what, what people say. But, yeah, I, I just feel like, um, I mean, as you get older in your 30s, mm-hmm. when you're, like, in your 20s, I, I, I feel a lot of times you're just trying to just go. And it doesn't matter how, how it's happening for, for most guys. I know when I was younger, I didn't really care. You know, okay. but then I did hang out with a lot of older women and friends that were like, you're crazy. Don't do that. Don't do this. They were like my big sisters. And, and uh-huh. they kind of put me on game when I was really young. Nice. So I'm kind of happy for that. 
Um, that's that's something to be grateful for. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't learn from from watching porn or anything like that. It was just a lot of conversations, and I was happy. I think that's why I'm a little bit more direct mm-hmm. in in general, not just the sex life, but in general, uh, being around older people that were like, you just got to be direct. It's okay right. to be yourself. Um, and now we take it back to like the sex life. Yeah, I think men want to be maybe not told what to do, but tell me what you want us to do. Okay. Um, some men do like to be told what to do from what I heard. Not me. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, we, you know, I think to me, men like to hear when you're doing something right. So if you're doing something right and you don't, and you know, I don't know. I think men are a lot like children. You know, Ouch. no, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, it because they're simple. <laughs> There's a, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, simple. yeah, it's simple. Right. Like, okay, you guys, you say, where do you want to go eat? You want the simple response and you want the person to tell you the girl to tell you, I want to go eat here. Right? Mm, no, not really. I feel like if you, <laughs> if I tell you, where do you want to go eat? No, tell me where you really want to go eat. Right. Doesn't mean like the simple thing. It, well, it comes back to like just mm. keeping it simple. Like tell the person where you want to go eat. Right? Don't don't. I mean, sometimes I'm going to tell you where we're going to go eat, but. Okay, well that's a whole know. different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I, the reason why I say I think men and children is like you have to treat them kind of similar is because it's it's simple. Um, you know. I'm going to have to open up a beer because I'm, we're not like children. <laughs> children can't drink beers. <laughs> oh no, did I say something wrong, ladies? Did I say something wrong? No. I think a lot of the ladies who are listening and those who have children will probably agree that I think um, keeping it simple with men and being direct in your approach is the best way to handle it. Like, I know that I have to keep it simple with my kids and I have to be very direct in what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so I, I take that same approach wow, okay. into, you know, how I, you know, I communicate, how I interact with adults, whether if they're men or women. Um, but I, I agree. I agree. I think if you if you keep it simple and direct, I think your outcome will be a lot better, specific, yeah, specifically be- in bed. <laughs> Yeah, be direct when it comes to that. I think uh, just people in general are afraid to be direct in life, um, just yeah. from experiences, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like people have um, this, I guess, assumption that when you're direct, you're an asshole, you're a bitch, or whatever it might be. And it's it's not really that. I think people... Well, I think maybe they might relate that to the other because maybe their delivery could be... I agree with that. You know, I've been been told that like, it's like, okay, it's not what you're saying. It's how you're saying saying it. Uh, Yeah, I I can. I can see that now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you back. (laughs) Shit. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, I've always tried to be direct as possible, but I think it goes, you know, my approach might have been differently sometimes and it came off wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me personally, like, you know, from experience, my experience is definitely like I feel like. Over the last couple of years, people just thought I was, you know, this complete asshole. But I'm really not. I'm just being direct and especially being in, a, I guess, upper management or whatever I might be. You have a team yeah, you of have people to be. or, um, you know, you have to be able to communicate with them and tell them what you need and what you want and what you're trying to accomplish. But uh, some people took it as, as 
I was being too, I was an asshole and I wasn't, um, but I was just being direct. So maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm learning that. It's a learning experience <laughs> over the last couple of years to be, I guess, more sensitive or just being, um, open-minded on how other people feel and how they might react to. Yes. My, being open-minded. Being, uh, to how I'm delivering my, uh, my content. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just, you know, my delivery. So. I'm, I'm changing, uh, slowly as, uh, as we speak over the last couple of months, a little bit more. Um, I had a lot of time to, to think about all this stuff, you know, <laughs> sitting at home thinking, uh, but yeah, so I think, uh, overall, uh, it's the approach and how you deliver your, your, uh, your wording and what you're trying to say and not be so, so, uh, so much of an asshole. And do you think... Um, people in general, not just women, not just men. Do you think people lack um, being direct because they're insecure, because they don't have any confidence, because they're scared of what the other person's going to think? What do you think, from a male's perspective, what do you think, like, what's the root of it there? Ultimately, I feel like, pers- well, it's not all men. It's my personal approach. I feel like seeing other people or other men... Um, and not be completely direct. And I'm always telling some of my friends, I'm like, dude, just, just fucking be up front, just be direct. And, and they can't, I mean, it's just, it comes down to confidence. It's like, mm-hmm. um, and you got to believe in what you're saying. And, um, going back to sex, you got to believe that you are the man. <laughs> yeah, you have to <laughs> put that mind. Fuck yourself. I don't care what you have yeah. to do. Fucking I'm going to come in and conquer it. <laughs> and you know, same thing for the ladies. You got to believe that, there ain't no better, better bitch out there than exactly. you. You got to be confident all around. I feel like that just helps out in your approach, approach in life, approach in business, approach in what you want to get. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we might have, we're going to go down and there's going to be, you know, we're going to hit road bumps and we're going to get, you know, uh, I don't know what it might be. We might slow down in life or business or whatever, but I think ultimately you just got to keep going and you got to stay consistent. I've, I was actually having a conversation with somebody about that. You know, even though that my business took a hit a little bit, um, and it's slowly picking up, I guess I would say we got a couple of clients coming in and now it's like, I was, I could be proud and be like, I just continue. I stayed consistent no matter right. what, what happened, no matter, you know, the government shut us down. We couldn't do anything. I just, continue to work on my craft, whether it was like learning new graphic, you know, Photoshop skills or marketing skills, sales skills. Shit. I read so many fucking books. Yeah. What what was the, we were reading. Shit. Which one? (laughs) The Grant Cardone one. What was it? I like Grant. Grant's, uh, that motherfucker's direct. (laughs) He's super direct. I like his approach. Uh, he tells it I'm not in real estate, but I, I respect that industry and, I like his approach and you know, it, it's, if you're in sales, I definitely, or in business in general, um, listen to that guy and, and maybe you might not pick anything up from it, but, but you know, I, I, I picked up things like, um, where it applied to, you know, business. And then I also picked it up where it applied to your personal life. I agree. Um, so it, the book is great. The book so is he great. He has multiple books by the way, but yeah, it, it was great. You know, and it was, it was a direct approach and it was simple. He kept it simple. Um, so it's like anyone could, could read it. Anyone could understand it. And I mean, it's really things that everyone knows, um, that he's talking about. Yeah. It's not like he's, uh, reinventing the wheel as he's people say mm-hmm. it's not. 
he's just reminding us how to do it. And, you know, it's got to, you got to be all in. It's got to be, you know, um, just putting in the work, uh, staying consistent, whether it's your personal life, whether it's your business, whether it's sex, whether it's whatever it might be, just be all in. It's, uh, we talked about that before. It's, you know, I, I think it, it helps you be confident. I feel like, you know, all yeah. that stuff that if you're being, uh, all in with, with life and your lifestyle, what you're doing, it, it just all around like consistency is just gonna, I don't know, um, be out there and, and, you know, you're going to see the results in other parts of life that you're like, Whoa, shit, this is not what I was doing. Even though you're listening to a sales book, maybe your workouts are going to be better because you're, you're motivated by that, you know? Right. So, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's my approach. I'm glad that we brought that up because that's, that's definitely something that I've been uh, deep into all his books, a lot of other books, but yeah, principles is another one, but some people might not even get that far into life. <laughs> well, no, you really should. You should. It's, I started the book, um, and you know, it, it's a great book. It's great. It takes you through again, basics, you know, and, but it, it just opens your mind um, to seeing things and practicing things from a different point of view and allowing yourself to be open from seeing things from a different point of view. Um, but yeah, you should, you should be, um, you know, educating the mind and continuing to, to read books that will help you be direct. <laughs> Taking massive action and everything, I feel like. And a lot of people talk about it. They talk about just being, um, they talk about ideas or whatever it might be, or maybe they don't talk about ideas. Maybe they have this idea as they, they talk, they think it in their head mm-hmm. and they don't really put into action into it, you know? So that's what I've always, for the longest time as a kid, I was afraid to, I had these ideas and I was afraid to put into play. But I think over the years I, I became more confident and slowly, slowly got there. And now I'm like, if I think of an idea, I put all the pros and cons together. And then if I believe the pros over, you know, uh, take over the cons and I'm going to push that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because Is that I, your process? Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, I think of an idea. I pitch it to some friends. What do you think of this? Mm-hmm. Then I go through and I go put all the pros and cons together. And then it has every, to me, every decision needs to have pros and cons, but the pros right. need to overshadow and over, you know, conquer the cons. Um, you can't just be all, all pros because I don't know. I feel like that would fail. You got to have no, some No, that's sort of, just unrealistic. You got to have room for growth. Exactly. And I think part of growing is, um, living through those, those cons, you know, ex- being able to experience failure in some sort of way. Um, you know, cause I think that kind of builds confidence, right? Yeah. It builds confidence knowing that you failed in some way and you're able to bounce back and you still kept moving forward. Um, and with confidence, I believe that, you know, you, you are more direct. I mean, I know for me personally, um, part of the way I communicate is very like black and white. You know, there's no, I try to eliminate the gray space. Um, and that's just my mental process. That's just the way I process things in my head. Um, and that's helped me be direct in what I want in life or what I'm trying to express, um, in that moment. And it's been able to also help me build confidence, um, because it is scary. You know, it is scary to say what you think and to say what you want. Um, but shit, I think everyone is deserving of that. Deserving of getting dicked down. Is that what you call it nowadays? Is that what deserving is? If guys want to get, you know, just dumb back in the days, 
head, whatever it might be. Just fucking own it. What? What is just that? Say like, it. Just say it. Like sometimes, you know, I was reading another book, <laughs> <laughs> and it talks about that. You know, some guys or it, it's helpful for both men and women if you're struggling with something, if you're uh, not depressed, maybe depressed, or you're like having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Maybe a workout isn't going to do it for you, but an orgasm might. So if your your partner comes home, you're having a rough day, you know, you're a woman and you want to, you know. You know, that's so true because there's some days that I'm having some pretty fucked up days and I just got to get away for a minute. I got to go handle myself. I lock the doors. I pretend I don't hear my screaming taller in the background and I go do what I got to do. I come out and you know what? I feel like a brand new woman afterwards. Direct. <laughs> and just, just. Go with what you're feeling, I feel like. A lot of people are afraid to do that. Uh, yeah. How they're feeling, they're afraid to say it, they're afraid to uh, open up. I don't know. Uh, I, maybe sometimes people say, oh, you're too direct. I'm like, what? No, you're too sensitive. But exactly. that's just my... <laughs> yes, I think anyone who says you're too direct is because you're just not mature enough to handle what that person has to say or you're taking it like personal. And that goes into maybe, you know, maybe those are your own insecurities that you're dealing with. Um, but I, I, I think that that's true. I think like if um, Vic and I are having a conversation, for example, right? And he says something in a very direct way. And it's from I'm not going to take it personal. I'm not going to say like, wait a minute. Are you, are you talking to me like that because I did something wrong or because, no, he's just literally telling me what's on his mind and what he wants and what he wants to get done. And, you know, it's just, what'd you say right now? Massive action. Massive action. Massive take action. Massive action. Yeah. So whatever you do, take massive action to that. If you're going to, I don't know, run a mile, make, take massive action and trying to beat your last record for running that mile, you know, whatever right. it might be. Whether it's uh, getting dick down. <laughs> yes, so exactly. So, you know, we're talking about the dick down. What is the craziest thing that you've requested to your partner in your, I can't say your 30s because you haven't been 30 long enough. Well, you're halfway there. I'm halfway there. Uh, but yeah, what is the craziest thing that you've had to say? Like, this is what I need and you were direct and they were like cool with it and maybe they weren't cool with it. Um, no, they were always cool with it. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Confidence. They were always cool with it. Delivers. Um, <laughs> massive action. Yes. <laughs> um, the craziest thing. Uh, let me see. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I mean, I guess I haven't been in my 30s that long. <laughs> no, I guess um, we're having sex and I'm either... Like I'm, t- I'm gonna tell him like, go grab the vibrator. Let's let's play with the vibrator. Hello. And you know we put that into work. And I'm telling him I'm being direct. You know, or it's like I want you to eat my pussy now. So eat my fucking pussy now. You know, is I'm being direct with what I want. It's all gonna it's all gonna go to like it's gonna end in a beautiful ultimate um, goals. Yeah. <laughs> ultimate goals. What is your ultimate goal? The, the best orgasm. Right. You for know. The day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I think is like women should be more direct. Um, yeah, be direct. So, wait, do, be now dir- that we're talking about goals and be direct, <laughs> do like women wake up in the mornings and do they go tonight? I'm gonna get dicked. I'm gonna they they have this date planned out or you know their husband or their boyfriend they know they're going or if home, they're single or whatever. Yeah, all right. 
And do they go this today is the day I'm you know some people go they don't have sex every day I think for the most part I think that's most Americans yeah. all right in general I feel like I don't know maybe maybe not but I feel like, you know do you wake up in the morning and be like yes today is a fucking day yes really yes oh shit I, yeah I think <laughs> women do wake up just I mean Men wake up sometimes and they're horny as fuck, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Horny so, wood. Right. Women wake up the same way. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, I want to, you know, having some sex but right now would be great. what if your significant other is gone and you wake up and you're like, okay. If they're just, gone, like they're out of town? No, or, they're just gone. Like you're going to, you know, you're going to see them later. Okay. When then, when you, when that person comes home later, you already have a situation set up in your mind and you know how it's going to go down. So is that make you... Dis- more disappointed if they they don't deliver or they just avoid the whole situation. They miss all your your. Yes, points. of course, it's one hundred percent disappointing. Damn. It's disappointing because See, that's what the, the shitty part about that. That I feel like you should never plan that far advance for something that good. You should just go with ah, the flow. See, that's what okay. I was getting at. Okay. <laughs> okay. So don't hype it up. Yeah, don't hype it up. Like I feel like a lot of people talk. All this stuff, <laughs> they hype it up, and then it comes down to it. And you're like, "That's it. That's that's just regular sex, or that, or maybe." You know, I could see that, especially with like people that are new and are just like getting to date, or they're just you know getting to fuck around. No, I hear that from older people, just married people in general too. Like people are like, "Oh, you know, uh, I don't know. I woke up really good, really happy this morning, and then." You know, I can't wait for my, not just husband, but uh-huh. wife or significant other to come home and we're going to have this amazing sex. And then it doesn't happen and then they get disappointed and they're pissed. So I feel like, to me, you should just not plan shit like that. But me... Is that your advice? I hate, yeah, I hate planning shit long term. Like, like somebody wants to ask me to go to fucking Hawaii or Mexico or whatever mm-hmm. like three months before I'm like I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do next month don't <laughs> fucking ask me that far in advance tell me 30 days in advance and we'll make it happen <laughs> don't tell me that far so to me that's how I see it same thing okay if you're waking up even if you're only so what working. if okay so what if like you know the woman's trying to be a little extra and she's trying to put on like sexy lingerie trying I to mean, make that's different okay so that's how how do you different. how do you advise to go spawn be spontaneous with that if that's what she has in her mind right if she will if she woke up that morning she's like i'm gonna you know put on lingerie i'm gonna make my man feel good if if a guy if i come home and i had you know i've been i spent all day working whatever it might be and i come Mm -hmm. home and my significant other at the time is is come and i'm coming home and she's in lingerie I'm just dropping my bags. I'm I'm gonna do. I'm gonna avoid dinner and <laughs> skip all that shit and have dessert first. So <laughs> there you go. But that's just me. I don't know if that's how everybody else would be. I've, yeah. I've heard that some guys are like, no, I can't do it. Blah blah. They're like busy. Fuck that. Like if your girl's in lingerie, you better fucking take care of that first. <laughs> and what is it? Is it the visual? Is it like just she's wearing lingerie? Yeah. I or think what if she it, was? I mean, what, what if, if she like, walked out like just butt naked? Fuck, even more. Okay. It's going down. <laughs> okay. If she's coming out in like basketball shorts and a big t-shirt and I'm like, or just like work clothes, I'm like, eh. So it's know? a visual. Fuck yeah. It's a okay. mental thing. Okay. You're, you got to be visually in your head. You got to be able to see that. And then mentally, like, all right, cool. I mean, sometimes it's not, but if you're having a rough day and you're, you're not thinking like that. Yeah. A hundred percent. 
I just don't think that men or women should be setting this themselves up for disappointment. I feel like that's that's what it is. There's a 50-50 chance you're, gonna, you're yeah. rolling dice on that shit. That's true. If you're a that's gambler, true. you're all about it. But if you're not, fuck. Shit, I tend to be... I've been told uh-huh. I'm a risk taker. <laughs> yes, I am too, but I'm not going to plan that far in advance because I don't want to be disappointed. I'm more like quick, right away, on, on the... On the spot, decision maker. Okay. And what's, okay, so what is like the ideal situation? Say you're coming home and your girl is like cooking dinner for you. Um, what is the ideal situation with that? Do you like kind of just go with the vibes or do you yeah, you take initiative? Uh, yeah, you just go with the vibes. I'm all about going with the flow. I've never okay. tried to plan ahead or, I don't know. Uh, yeah, go with the vibes. I've, I've had somebody... A uh, significant other in the past. Uh, I came home and and she was just wearing what are those things just just to cover up uh, when you're cooking aprons. Yes, sorry, I couldn't <laughs> think of that right now. But yeah, coming home, apron on, that was it. And she was cooking for me, and I was like, holy shit. She's like, I heard in your voice you had her lo- long day at work. Aww. So that was dope, but you know, <laughs> didn't work out. But anyway, it didn't work out with her or that night. With her. Okay. That night was different. Different okay. story. But yeah, that that's dope. I, I think that uh, if you're with somebody, you should definitely keep it, um, I don't know, entertaining. I think as you get older, I'm sure men and women who have been married for a couple of years, they're like, what else do we do? Yeah. You know, what, what do you do when, when, when you get five, ten years in, whatever it might be, you know, you're still young. Yeah, you have to keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Don't, don't let over, that shit get stale. But don't over-fucking promise shit. That's the worst. You know what? Yeah, it is. And I think I... Or don't over-hype shit up. That's the worst. <laughs> don't hype shit don't up, Don't hype shit up. Men and women. I feel like men more hype shit up than women, though. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You like, know better than I do, so... What, what do you mean? No, I just, I just know... I just feel like conversations, like, you know, my friends... Uh-huh. The girls are always like, man, these guys talk so much shit. The DMs are crazy. All this shit's crazy. And I'm like, especially now, people are, guys are just sitting at home. And you're probably dropping in like 100 girls' DMs and just going in. <laughs> trying to, trying trying to, to get score on one. Yes. Uh, but mean, you know what? I think the girls are like that, too. Yeah. I think the girls, I think the girls find it like, they probably assume that the guy finds it super sexy when a girl is just kind of like, you know, sounds like she's going to be a freak or sounds like she's it's into... not true. Not true, not ladies. True. No, it's not. So it's from, not always super sexy. Mid-30-something-year-olds. Okay, <laughs> so what is true. sexy? A lot of things are, are sexy, but not. it's not always that. Sometimes I do want to fucking freak. Uh-huh. And, you know, freak in the bedroom, fucking... I'm not going to go into details of what exactly I like, but yeah, I do want... All in, whatever it might be, you okay. know. Be direct. <laughs> <laughs> You're calling me out being direct. <laughs> be direct. You know, be direct. Um, shit. There's a lot of things that if I want a girl to be nasty and be dirty, that what takes takes for me to be like, damn, that's fucking sexy. Okay. Do and do you tell them? Do you say Samantha? Not. <laughs> Wow. Um, There's no Samantha in my life. <laughs> Let me just tell you. It never has been. Totally, totally Let's just made it up right now. Um, but let's say. Can we make up like a, at least like a Karen? comic book? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Can we at least do a comic book? Like, I don't know. What's fucking, what's Storm? Storm. 
Let's do you do have Storm. a thing for Storm? No, but I think she's dope. <laughs> okay. No, okay. Okay. Let's do. I don't know. Anyway, it's just. All right. Back to the story. X Men fan. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just no putting, direct I'm names. Putting don't, one and one together. Don't put any any things in my in your head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're you're with this girl, right? You're have you're you guys are having sex, and you want that nasty sex. Okay. If I want the nasty sex, then yes, a hundred. Are you going to say? Fuck yeah, I'm gonna. Or are you, you just going to take charge and just start being nasty and? No, it's no? gonna be a little bit of both. Okay. But it's if I want what I want, then yeah, it's gonna be. Damn, am I saying too much right now? No. I feel like no. Uh, yeah, I feel like most men are like that. If they, I mean, most. Let me take that back. Maybe most confident men will be more direct and be like. You know, do this, do that. And I'm not, I don't know if I should say it all that, but yeah, if you want, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it might, I might, like you You talked about in the morning, you talked about in the morning, men, He's trying, to, he's trying to put it back on me, ladies. And, yes, and it's, so, it's so funny it's because as we were planning out this episode, he was, you know, saying, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. I'm going to put you in the and hot it seat. it turned around and on me. I always turn it around on him. That's bullshit. <laughs> uh, so, okay, yeah. If you want, fuck it. If you want your dick sucked, you know, sometimes you might just, she might just be chilling on the couch and you fucking come out naked too. Fuck it. You might, you might do that too and, and start. And I feel like if most... Most women or your partner sees you come out fucking naked and, you know, if your you don't dick's take the fucking hit. hard. If you don't and you just take her her head and you just put it on, put it on, then you know what's going down. It's not going to be no fucking intimate sex. It's going to be fucking okay. raw, dirty and sweaty and all that bullshit. I, I yeah, sometimes <laughs> men want that. I know I do. So that, there it is. If you want to put me in the hot seat, there it is. <laughs> but sometimes sexy is is really just um, putting on like a slow jam song and mm-hmm. and and not just being about the guy or myself is just being about them and uh, being turned on by them is just pleasuring them and seeing the moaning. The moaning is sexy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The mo- okay, so if the taking mo- it slow, taking it. I don't know. Put what is what is the sexiest song? They, maybe it's a Fifty Shades of Fucking Grey or whatever. <laughs> what was that fucking The Weekend? You know, you put yeah. that on and it's like there's a specific song. I don't know what you're into, but I think men sometimes do like it slow, and it's not always about that. But so, do you guys also appreciate like the intimacy? Yeah, and- I feel like a lot of grown men do. Um, my conversations at the barbershop, maybe you know, that I may have had <laughs> with them. But yeah, I think men do like it slow. I think it, um, they appreciate it because it's not always about <laughs> when man, thank you, ma'am, you know, uh-huh. we talk. but there are guys that are just all about that and they're just going to go fucking full turbo on your pussy. But you know, <laughs> you gotta pick and choose your battles, ladies. <laughs> and it's, you, you wish they fucking walked around with the sign on, you know, like, I, my, hi, my name is Turbo. Nice to meet you. You know? Damn. Oh my <laughs> so, so you know how to tell them apart. <laughs> or right away. You should. Yes, I feel like um, it, it would be so much easier. There's a meme that I saw. It'd be so much easier if you were just upfront about all your fucking crazy shit that you have in your life. And we could avoid yeah. a lot of stuff, you know? Not just saying, what if they are good? What if you're, 
you're like a quiet person. Mm-hmm. The quiet ones you got to watch out for, by the way. That is true. That they're the freaky ones, and then you have these loud ones that are like talk a big game, and then yeah, boom, 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 like disappointed. You know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So it just it just all depends. Uh, I wish we did come with some warning labels. <laughs> That would be great. Like on a, on a that would be uh, great. Back in the days on the rap albums, you had to put the, you know, what was it? Uh, parental advisory. Yeah. I wish we'd come with all those uh, parental advisories on that would cards. That would save a lot of people a lot of times. <laughs> Less divorces. Less, Less divorce. breaks. Break, yes. Breakups, you know, yes, all that stuff. Yes. So, yes. so, yeah, that's... That's my take. So now I'm going back to you. Shit. Okay, I'll go ahead. Put me in we the hot seat. We gotta put you in the hot seat. All right, go ahead. I mean, we kind of did, but you still switched it around on me, which is fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's a talent. It it's is. a talent. <laughs> she must be a mom. <laughs> 100%. Um, I mean, what is the craziest thing that you've done that you were... I mean, we talked about the direct, but, like, what have you been denied of? Like, just be like, you were so looking forward to something... You know, I don't know. It's an anniversary. What have I been denied of? And you're just like, oh, man, this is going to be fun, blah, blah. And then, I don't know, like, dude passes out. I passed out before. And I want, okay, so I think it's natural for a lot of people to assume, like, just because a girl is hot or she's pretty or she's beautiful or she's sexy, like, they don't get denied or rejected. That's not true. Ooh, you're saying you're fucking <laughs> all that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, people think, oh, she's hot. So she's, you know, she she doesn't know how it feels to be rejected or she doesn't know how it feels to be turned down. Uh, I feel like, no, I, I got to correct you or not correct you, but I feel like a lot of uh, hot women are their guys are intimidated to talk to them. Possibly. So they're possibly. not getting all that. No. Maybe they're getting all that from the wrong guys. Mm. So anyways. Maybe. That's a, <laughs> Maybe. I think that might be a whole other episode. Yeah, a whole other episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there has been a time where I've been, you know, rejected or I've, ha- and I guess it was, it goes back to what you, your advice was, was don't plan for it. Yeah. Um, I did, you know, I did plan for it because I like to make the man that I'm with, I like to make him feel special. I like to, um, you know, make him feel important. And so I was planning for like a nice night and it did not go that way. Oh shit. It did not go that way. No, I, I had on the sexy lingerie. I had on, you know, clean out of the shower, had cooked him good meal, um, come out and I'm looking sexy as fuck and nothing. What? Nothing. Oh shit. Yeah. You know, and, this was a while ago. This was a long time ago. Okay. Good um, to know. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, but it's it was so disappointing. And at first, I mean, I was probably in my 20s at that time. So automatically I was like, is it me? Do, do I, am I not like cute See, enough? ladies do not get disappointed like that. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's natural for, I think, a lot of women who are learning to build confidence in themselves um, when they do get rejected for taking that chance for being direct um, you know it, it is pretty shitty uh, it is not a great feeling it is shitty but I think with the more rejection you get the more confidence you build absolutely in, in general absolutely uh, life, life relationship everything 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 the yeah. more you get rejected the more like, at least for me 
um, it like drives me more to want better. Yeah, exactly. You know what you want. Yeah, I do. The more the more I get rejected, it's been a lot lately. Aww. A lot. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's good. It's uh, it's it, it hasn't uh, allowed me to give up and it, yeah. I keep going and stay yeah. consistent. Uh, every time I get a rejection or whatever, I take a different approach. Uh, always find there's always a, a solution for every problem or every den, den, uh, I guess yeah getting being rejected. denied yeah, it, yeah there's always there's how do we find a solution so I've always taken that approach the last couple of years mm-hmm. so but yeah I'm never gonna set something up all day and wait for it and then get denied and be like mm. has that ever happened to you have you ever I think he says that because it's happened oh has it uh, let me think back I don't think so no no maybe. no I think uh, I don't know I just yeah actually it has happened to me I knew it yeah but it wasn't like a sexual thing it was more like a trip that bless you Bell yes Bell's <laughs> hanging out with us again uh, I think it was a trip that I was uh, disappointed that we couldn't go to and we rescheduled but it was still like what the fuck you know yeah I that's this like a disappointing great fucking trip going to maui and it was just a getaway and it was dope and um actually didn't happen uh we we rescheduled mm-hmm. and rescheduled and never happened so kind of glad it didn't though because then i didn't waste all that money onto that shit but that's that's the only <laughs> disappointment i was like damn because i love maui i'll go to maui by myself i'll go to maui with friends and yeah. i've had uh, so it wasn't that it was more like, damn, like I, this is a, a special place that I, I enjoy going to and, uh, you know, I have friends there and all that stuff, but that was the disappointing part. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to plan that far in advance and get disappointed. So yeah, 30 days minimum for trips. <laughs> like Matt, like don't, if it's going to be 31 days, don't tell me about it. Tell me the next day, you know? All right. So same thing with, if you're. I don't know. Just in general, if you're uh, surprise me with something, surprise me. Don't tell me about it, though. Okay. <laughs> well, then it's not a surprise if they're telling you about it. Yeah, it's not. So that's. Uh, I'm glad that you know. I feel like, in general, people need to be more direct, and it's okay. Like it's okay to get denied. It's okay to be afraid. It is. I think being stuff. being denied and and being afraid. It's a natural process that everyone has to go through and experience, um, and I think it really does help you further develop yourself, you know, and, um, being confident in the things that you want in life, um, being direct in business decisions, um, I think is, is so, so important too. Um, and those sometimes are some, some of the scariest decisions that you have to make and the ones that require the most risk. Um, but if you're not direct and sure about what you're doing, um, then, you know, things won't work out. I think being direct is the way to go. Yeah. I, I think so. Damn. How did you take take yourself off from the hot seat again? You see how I do what that? What the <laughs> fuck just happened? I just... I, mind blown. We're going to bring you back. What? No, no, no. Sorry. We're not done with this thing. We're not. There's no All right. way. All right. Um, you know, there's a conversation that I have with some people. Okay. The only thing I'm going to say... Okay. Okay. Just keep in mind, I am a mom. Yes. So I'm very, you know, aware of the fact that I am a mom and I have to be respectful. So go ahead and ask me ah see ask me took herself away from the hot again no go ahead i know your daughter's probably going to be listening to this my daughters know she's not allowed to listen to this by the way not to this episode or episode two (laughs) (laughs) but she probably will she's thinking through 
Uh, possibly. And you know what? Hey, it's better her here for me know, than... <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I mean, the, we talked about me and, like, being disappointed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm curious, like, are women, are they afraid to, you know, are they, when they're direct, like, I feel in, like they do want to be setting? direct. In sex, in life, okay. or whatever. In sex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, being locked up, pretty much, this is what we're doing. We're, we're locked up in our homes. Okay, so this is a recent situation yes, that happened. Okay. In, in general. Not me. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're still turning around. No. It's not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't even. Anyways, let's let's keep it going. Let's keep it rolling. It's not this time. But in general, I feel like uh, women are afraid to be direct because they don't want to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, That's one of the reasons. You're being locked up. You're <laughs> in your home. Um, so, are, is that one of the reasons why they don't want to be direct? Because you know they're afraid to get rejection and they don't have any other options. Um. Yeah. Because you for go sure. back. I feel like a lot of people. Or when shit hits the fan, they go back to what they used to know and Mm -hmm. they they're like, you know, even though it's bad for them, but that's what they know. They don't see another option. They don't see it as like, okay, maybe I'm getting rejected now in general. Mm -hmm. And they're afraid to kind of conquer that themselves. Or do they just go back to to being with the same dude or the same past relationships or whatever? Like or the same shitty job or. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think for women, um, I think it is scary for them to be rejected. And a lot of it has to do with, for me, a lot of it is letting go of fear. And I think that is probably has been one of my biggest challenges in my life has been to let go of the fear and accept whatever change is going to come your way. And in letting go of fear... Um, the experiences that I've had throughout my adult years, um, has, has built confidence in myself. So as scary as each decision is, um, because it, it doesn't mean just cause I, I'm confident in myself or, you know, I've already gone through it before or whatever the case may be. Um, that decision still isn't scary. Usually it's scary as fuck. And it's that fear that holds us back, whether if it's fear of being rejected, whether if it's a fear of being alone, whether if it's fear of not um, getting that job that you wanted, um, not making that that business decision, you know, not starting up that new career, not going for that idea that you had, um, not starting that new um, training plan, whatever it is, whatever it is. I think it's fear. A lot of it is fear that holds you in that same place. Um, and if you stay in that same place, you're not growing. You're not, you know, your life is not going to change. Um, and I think we have to, as women, break out of those patterns and change those decisions that we've made for so many years, as scary as it may be. And that for me, that was kind of like a little bit of what I've been through is a lot of the things that I've stayed in was really out of fear. Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, same for a lot of people, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, uh, relationships, uh, work. I was afraid to like, uh, launch my business or launch whatever it might be. I was mm-hmm. afraid. I was afraid to fail ultimately. Right. Cause uh, it's scary. It is scary. And, uh, not having that support, but over the years, I just, I feel like personally from my, you know, 
approach. Uh, the reason I was able to leave and leave nightlife, everybody's known me for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, marketing and consulting and all that stuff. They knew that was the hookup to a lot of things. And uh, leaving that was scary. Being able to, you know, have all that and then just start from nothing again. But that was scary. But I was, um, I had a lot of support. Um, and I didn't know that I had the support. And that's yeah. why when I started opening up and telling people about it, everybody was super positive about it. There's a few people that were kind of, you know, there's always going to be haters. Always. Always. But that's good. That means you're you're growing and people mm-hmm. are afraid. They're afraid. They're like, oh, wait, he's doing something different than I've been doing with him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's OK. Um, and I, I learned to to accept that. And I learned to take on the the confidence with because of all the people that had confidence in me. And they're like, you're going to be successful in whatever you do. So that gave me that push to keep going. For sure. Um, so, I, yeah, I respect that a lot. And it's a learning process. you got to keep going. Yeah. Stay consistent uh, with whatever you, you're taking on. Um, speaking of consistency, we haven't really <laughs> been consistent in our production. Which no, I, we haven't. I'm going to be straightforward. You know, I've never done a podcast. Neither, neither have. have I. So I feel like we've progressed and we're learning and I'm, I'm proud of that. I so am I too. Give you props for learning. By the way, I'm, I, I decided not to take on the editing side of things, even though I'm the artistic side and I've, you know, that's my background and all that stuff. And most people would assume I'm the one doing all that stuff. No, I gave it to her. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. I feel like it was, it, it would be a good learning process for her to learn something creative and technical and learn how to edit the podcast. But, you know, to be honest, we're not editing shit. We're not. We're not. So in the first few episodes, I mean, we're like inputting in like the intro music and stuff like that, which is really the only editing that we're doing. But it was a learning curve because it was uh, since neither one of us had ever done this before. um, We weren't very familiar with the way the audio was going to sound and in what settings we had to record. Yeah, so the first two episodes <laughs> sound like shit. They sound like shit, people. So I hope that you're here listening to us now. Episode four. <laughs> yeah. I think we improved. Yes. And yes. I'm proud of that. You know, every day we're learning, we're we're growing. And I'm I'm thankful for that. And I'm Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to what's next. But yes, uh, moving forward we've you know we went through a lot of we went through a lot of conversations and we did a lot yeah. of research and a lot of stuff was editing and cutting and all this bullshit and I was like you know what let's just fucking keep it raw let's keep it uncut let's just keep it direct it. keep it direct <laughs> but I don't want to I don't want to cut anything out if basically this is a conversation between myself and Crystal yeah and we're just going with the flow and it might be some slow times it might be some dead times or it might be pausing and maybe I have to take a bath and break or whatever but that's what it is but at least you can keep the conversation going <laughs> but we've decided moving forward that everything's just going to hit play or record and we're just going to go with it until we're done yeah so I hope that you're enjoying episode four and you enjoyed one and two and three but one and two was rough I can admit to that but they're funny they are. They're just, funny. It might be a little bit tough to hear. And episode three, I'm so sorry, guys. It's it's a long one, number one. But I think after the first hour, we're pretty drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk. There's no fucking... I don't get drunk. No? That's all my past employees. No, well, then I don't get drunk. I will take accountability for my shit, and I'm drunk. The funny <laughs> thing is, she tried to hang with me, and a lot of people can, can't. 
So uh, I felt bad for her. Uh, but Equal yeah, and, and I gave her props because she was like, every time I took a shot, she took a shot. I was like, wow, okay. But you know, uh, some people are are born like this. Some people aren't. <laughs> I think the nightlife We're, molded you. <laughs> yeah, we. There's most of us can control this, and I, you know, I've been in in nightclubs where I'm drunk, or people think I'm drunk, and I'm still counting shit ton of money and yeah. closing people out. Yeah, that's shit. true. But yeah, it it just comes with. With that, we, we we own up to it. But yeah, going back to our first two episodes were shit, uh, but I'm glad that you guys are still here listening to us. Um, the next few episodes are going to be amazing. And like we talked about in the first few episodes that we're going to get have some guest speakers and we yeah. will yeah. now that we figured out all the technical bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to have some, you know, we're going to revisit the OnlyFans which I want to, I still want to talk to them and, and see where they're at nowadays. Not that, you know, we're towards the end of June. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm interested to know how much money they, they made. They made in like the last three months. Cause yeah. I heard sell or their commissions is crazy. Um, but also talk about mental health and, and go back to that. I've, uh, over the last couple of, of weeks, uh, I've gotten more involved in when the music stops and, I was actually, that's maybe something, a highlight that I should have brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I got brought on to be part of, um, uh, it was about seven to eight member marketing uh, consulting group. And we've decided to donate our time. Uh, each of us from all over the country, mostly the West Coast, but Las Vegas, <coughs> LA, San Diego, uh, the Bay Area, San Francisco, mm-hmm. I have donated our time to consult uh, the marketing side and how to launch when the music stops, which is a nonprofit. So I was, uh, you know, very grateful for my friend Josh to bring me onto the project. We have weekly meetings with all the teams, and it's it's been great. It's been it's been awesome to hear um, the, the creative process from a bunch of marketing directors from across the country. Um, a lot of them that have, you know done a lot of shit in Las Vegas so mm-hmm. all the Las Vegas nightlife <clears throat> San Francisco nightlife Southern California um, and can you tell that. us a little bit about um, what it is for those who don't know so when the music stops is uh, is a nonprofit put on uh, by my friend Josh Donaldson uh, who was uh, one of the biggest I feel like influential people in um, nightlife across the nation okay. um, he's managed artist he became part of a really major uh, management team ownership team in Las Vegas when Las Vegas nightclubs were were about to blow up before EDM really took over Las Vegas mm-hmm. he introduced that a lot with a lot of people and he was in the forefront of all that stuff came to San Francisco and you know spearheaded some projects in Seattle and all that stuff uh, consulted a lot um, and you know I'll let him tell his story but he um, was uh, someone that just fell deep in depression and and uh, a lot of things and almost took his life and survived. So instead of um, own, not owning up to it, he decided to become a voice of uh, mental health and what we all go through. Yeah. So he created When the Music Stops. And um, it's just something that we all think about. A lot of us you know, independently as uh, entrepreneurs um, in the entertainment world, work for ourselves. And, you know, most of the days we spend by ourselves, even though we go out and we go out in the clubs and we go concerts, whatever it might be, 
but generally 90% of the time you're by yourself. So I, I love the name. I love the background. So it's to help in general, originally it was to help a lot of talk about, bring awareness Mm -hmm. uh, to depression, uh, anxiety, and just overall suicide prevention. But it just became a bigger than that, especially what's, what's going on now. Right. Uh, we decided to, um, you know, be a bigger, uh, hit a, I guess, a bigger audience and help everybody out. But yeah, so that's, that's something that we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks, months, years. And we're trying to build something, uh, as a team that's going to be around longer than our lifespan. So bigger than dare, bigger than all the prod programs that have been around. Yeah. So it's amazing to be able to put together all these successful and creative individuals from all over the country that have been in nightlife or entertainment for all these years. There's probably over a hundred plus years of, of, you know, uh, experience with all the people around. That's dope. So it's just when we get on these zoom calls, we get on zoom calls once a week and we throw it around ideas and we have this email, but the zoom calls are cool because, you know, it's just really seeing how creative other creative minds work. Yeah. And being in that, it, I just want to be 100% all into it, even though I'm only given two hours a week. Mm-hmm. But eventually it will grow into more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's uh, that's I should have highlighted that today. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's something we've been working on for the last couple of weeks. And um, there's going to be a lot of things that's happening. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to learn more about it. Um, and, you know, just... Yeah, just learn more about it and get involved if even if I have the opportunity to, you know, I think everyone should be, um, you know, involved in something like that or just pro mental health. I think it's such a huge issue and not enough people talk about it. Um, And I think I'm pretty sure every person could name someone they know who deals with some sort of um, mental health issue, whether if it's depression, addiction you know, whatever it is, I think it's, it's huge and more people definitely need to be talking about it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, yeah, that's one of the things, I mean, being, you know, Mexican, Latino and, and that culture is, mm-hmm. is shies away from that stuff. Oh like yeah. 100%. You, you get brought up to be like, you're supposed to be this macho man, especially as a, a young boy. And you're, you're the oldest, right? About that. Yeah, I am the oldest, but yes. you're never supposed to talk about your feelings. If you have, you know, if you you're hurt or you're no you're you're sad or whatever you're supposed to just soak that in and you're not supposed to be down you're just supposed to be in general and and that I don't I don't believe such in an that. unhealthy way I mean I was brought up the same way I <laughs> you know come from the same background so it, I was brought up the same way too and now that I'm a parent it's like it's such an unhealthy way um, so yeah I'm I'm all for this and I'm excited for you I'm excited for when the music stops. Um, and learning more about it. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that more in the next couple of episodes. We'll have some guest appearances, only fans, you know, <laughs> mental health. We want to talk about everything that is on our mind. And um, let us know, guys. Let us know what you what you want to talk about. Yeah, we have Instagram. Check us out, uh, Bold and Loud Thirty. Uh, find us on there. Uh, the website may be coming soon, but we definitely have a link on our Instagram. Uh, follow us on that and we'll be releasing a bunch of content and funny memes and all that stuff maybe our updates on what's going on with our lives um, since Crystal's all about recording our lives and everything so <laughs> fuck she's putting me on the hot seat next week too I bet you 
<laughs> Shit. You'll figure it out and you'll, and you'll get me on there. <laughs> yeah. So thank you again for listening. We look thank forward to hearing back from you guys and seeing you guys next episode. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.